let's do this 15 minutes super super duper quick um and skip to like a few minutes ahead because i'm about to do spoilers for ozark uh, seasonally uh, seasonally what the hell season season three uh finale or season three in general but season three finale uh just watch season three finale i'm fucking shook uh my boy jonah is oh my gosh okay ruth quit was not expecting that because i thought ruth was, ruth was a ride or die you know um but i mean i guess after you kill her uh erratic boyfriend then it's fucking over you know um which i guess i get but you know like wendy killed your dad had your dad killed like i think what is is is, is it two strikes you know and this is not me criti- criticizing her it's like i mean i guess it is but fucking hell man over earlier she didn't quit and now she's joining joining uh the poppy field uh, what, what, what's, her, what's her name uh god damn why it's why it's new girlfriend you know the the grandma oh my god <laughs> uh, then ruth called her crazy i thought i thought she was gonna fucking flip and kill her but um yeah damn it so that means next season ruth's gonna be straight up pretty much a villain I mean, she was a villain in season one, kind of, you know? So, like, we're, we're, we're reverting back to it. And I don't want that to happen. Fucking hell, man. Ah, man. And my boy Jonah is, is, yo, the thing, all right, there's not like angsty teenage whatever. It's, it's, Jonah's actually, like I see like there's pain in his heart and it fucking hurts and like I get why Charlotte's not so much because Jonah this is the second person who he's had a close bond with get ripped from him you know at least with Buddy it was kind of like we knew he was gonna die so uh, you know Jonah kind of expected it but then fucking Ben came around and you know you know he's a fun uncle and all that and have him ripped from you by your mom, his own, like your the 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 sister of the man that 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 you of it of of one of the men that you love so much in your life, you know, one of your best friends. Fucking imagine that man, family killing family. Uh, I don't know how how I, how I would recover from that shit. I know I'm stuttering a lot. I'm tired man oh my god but um yeah yeah Jonah's going through it and man the actor for like his act the actor that plays him is good like I didn't know kid could could perform I don't I don't remember that from before you know before he was always pretty subdued nothing crazy and then now he's out here pulling pulling a gun on fucking Helen. Speaking of Helen, we got faked out. I thought she was gonna gonna die in that that scene because the 
tension was insane. I thought Jonah was going to actually pull the trigger. Put himself in jail. You know, ruin this whole thing. Well, not even put himself in jail, get himself killed. But, um... But fuck. Yo, Navarro straight up just decided to off Helen when they got off the plane, man. After Helen had this whole plan where she forged Marty's signature and sent it into the FBI so that he so that it's on record that Marty's taken a, a, a deal of some sort. It's fucking crazy, man. Gosh. Gosh, it feels so good. And you know what? I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy that episode 9 was a heavy one and episode 10 was relatively lighter. At least to me. In my opinion, it was so much lighter. I mean, some shit happened. Helen died, which I didn't really want because I liked her character, you know? As much as I hated her as a person, I was like, fucking hell. She's she's kind of dope, you know, like even through the pleading with Jonah and like the, she's protective of her daughter and didn't want to protect her from the fact that, you know, she was in this world and all that. Imagine that. Now she. Oh, my gosh. Thinking of that. She won't ever get to read. Uh, fuck her. When her daughter finds out, she's probably going to be devastated. This is she finds out. I don't know how she possibly would. Not until maybe. Maybe. Months or years later, that her mom's dead. <laughs> God, man. Yo, the beginning, you know, next season's gonna be insane. Uh, with how, oh, by the way, I don't know how far uh, I've been in. Oh, six minutes. I'm still talking about the Ozark. Skip before a few minutes more. Um, Jonah and Charlotte are are the only ones home, um, you know, with Marty and with Marty and Wendy at uh, Navarro's christening, you know, Navarro's kids' christening. Listen, all right. So here's a great thing about storytelling, right? Or or like the impact of 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 building rapport and. Spectacle doesn't create, you know, good entertainment, right? There's things that are fucking spectacular that are incredibly unentertaining. Or not even, maybe not even unentertaining, but like not, there's spectacle without weight, you know? And in, and in this show, right, in this episode compared to the last episode, right? Navarro's whole family gets shot up. Or not whole family, but his, the christening, right? And his girlfriend dies, and, like, the priest gets shot, and, like, the priest is holding the baby and all that. A bunch of people come in and shoot up the whole church and kill a bunch of people. And, and then Navarro obviously has his reaction, fucking, you know, throwing shit, it's tantrum. But watching it, I felt nothing. I was like, oh, shit, Navarro's pissed. You know, because you once you you don't build rapport between these characters. I don't give a shit who his girlfriend was. I barely knew his baby. Obviously, I don't want babies to die, and he and the baby didn't die. You know, um, this show teases baby dying, babies dying 
in like every finale. What the hell? But um. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> gosh, I'm thinking back to season one finale, where 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 uh the pastor was fucking drowning the baby, man. It was so uncomfortable to watch, man. It was so uncomfortable to watch. Um. But but, yeah, spectacle. <sighs> there was no like that is a lot of spectacle. A, a gang comes in, shoots up a church where they're christening a baby, you know. But watching that felt no sympathy. Uh, I wasn't like, you know, sad or angry. It was just like a oh, okay. This is a plot point to move the story forward, you know, versus Ben's death wasn't even actually shown. It was just, you know, it was implied and foreshadowed and foreshadowed and foreshadowed and foreshadowed. It's, it, it became obvious, right? It, you know, went past the point of foreshadowing to be obvious, but not overt. They didn't actually show Ben getting murked at all. They just showed Wendy's reaction to it, to what she, the decision she made, and then having, you know, and, and then intercut it with uh, the hitman, you know, pulling up on the restaurant and Ben walking out, and that's it. Back to Wendy just fucking bawling over her decision with Marty just trying his best to console his grieving wife who made this decision that no one in their no one in any situation should or would ever have to make outside of this one and in that I, I was in it but there's no spectacle there there's no gunfight no one's getting shot up you know literally we don't even see the death happen we don't hear the sound of a gunshot nothing like that and it hurt like on a like on a deep level it hurt to watch versus you know shoot up uh, whatever and whatever you know that's something that I really love about storytelling is like fucking building such a connection that doing anything to anyone creates that feeling that dread that terror uh that's something that you know you know you know a movie i really love that i cite all the time for this kind of thing is room not the room but with tommy Wiseau. fuck that shit room with brie larson and jacob tremblay um that that movie like i feel for Every character except for obviously, uh, you know, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, wait, was his name Ben in that too? I've watched the movie like ten times. I can never remember what the hell's wrong with me. But uh, you know, the dude who actually who fucking kidnapped uh, both of them. But but when Ma and and uh, and uh, and Jack get. 
rescued. It's it's like this whirlwind, this whirlwind of shit. It's like it feels so good because like it spends the first half of the movie building rapport with these, like between the audience and those two characters. You know, like these are the two characters that we need to care about, right? And obviously, like that's just a condition of the film itself. Like it takes place in in a in it's like what's like a 15 foot by 15 foot room a shed and it's just mom it's just ma and jack and we see how they interact and it gets to a point especially with the way they shot it with pretty much the entire movie being from jack's perspective plus his narration over it plus uh you know making ma seem larger i mean she obviously is but like we shot a lot from jack's perspective jack's height shooting up you know and 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 jet that just makes us feel like yo this character ma feels like our mother like our mother figure um you know i, I used to joke about this um when i was i was doing some course in in new jersey uh like in high school senior year high school um and and this movie I, you know I, it was i'd watched it so many times and it was just in my head and the, it, and i cited it for for part of it and and one thing i did this joke in uh, when i was talking to the other students i was like i said the other students i was a teacher you know fucking flex but um when I was talking when I was talking to them, I was like, "Yo, it made me a a Caribbean, a black Caribbean child feel like this random white woman is my mom more than my mom is, and sometimes, you know, because like is because because there was a sense like even in the even in the movie, right? There's a sense of selfishness that." ma has in that she and and they explore this in the little 60 minutes thing they did um and this is also kind of sensationalism right kind of bending bending the narrative in a way to victimize her which not victimize villainize her uh which i think was absolutely wrong for them to do um I mean, like in the, like not in the movie. Like in the movie, it was a great scene and is in a great commentary on you know, uh, media, you know, media, uh, uh, sensationalism and and uh, journalists trying to twist things into something that it's not and like and also like digging into this lady's, um, and digging into this lady who's gone through this traumatic experience who the only good part of this experience has been the kid um you know that she had whether it was a rape baby or not like she fucking loved the kid i didn't need to say that but uh, she fucking loved the kid and 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 it's the only thing that brought light to the life of practically being a sex slave stuck in a room for seven years you know um so 
No, but, but I don't think I actually mentioned what it was. But, like, they were like, yo, why didn't you uh, ask him to, ask the dude who captured you or, or who kidnapped you to let, you know, take take the baby uh, to a hospital and leave it there or something like that, you know, let, let like, just get the baby away from this. I don't want, I don't want him to grow up in this, uh, you know kind of thing if you love it let it go type thing and it's fucked up because like she couldn't she didn't have an answer to that she kicked herself over it and that's and you know that plus the fact that her you know her whole life went ahead she was supposed to go to college all her friends just see her as a fucking you know an alien like it's, it's this you know her mother doesn't even recognize her now she's not happy she's depressed and it's because life has gone on over a, a stupid little kind act of kindness decision that she made as a teenager you know life has gone like the world has gone on without her uh she's i think she wasn't she like proclaimed dead or something like that you know because no one could ever find her and then when she finally comes back it's this whole fucking whirlwind people not bothering her like uh, you got you you got a crowd of people, whether that's a crowd of fans or or a stampede of 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 uh, protesters, doesn't matter. It's a crowd of people after you come out from this fucking crazy life, and then you have this kid who doesn't, who's not, who's not uh, adjusting, and only until he starts to finally adjust is when you uh, is is when you start to like like those thoughts go into craziness and suicide you overdose and your kid of all people finds you on the ground overdosing having a seizure like the fuck like the the whole process of this movie right like this whole thing and and a thing and another thing i love about the movie is too is like um by the way if at this point you hadn't seen it. Uh, listen, watch it anyway, because my spoilers are worth nothing. It's like they were gonna get out anyway. I didn't tell you how it happened and tell you why, but um, or and read the book. I hadn't read the book yet. I really want to. I should. Uh, I should get that in this quarantine. About to go on fucking Amazon. Um, but I have two books. I, <laughs> I'm behind on. That I'm supposed to read, and then I know it's gonna take me forever because, like, the attention span I have these days for reading it, uh, uh, anything that isn't comics is like the attention span of a uh, ADHD goldfish or something like that, a squirrel on meth. Um, I can't sit down to read a book nearly as much as I used to be able to, and I really, really hate that. So I've been doing audiobooks and podcasts. Um, but I have this book that that uh, uh, my friend from Grip Tape actually wrote. She's, what, 19 now? 18? 19? Um, but she's an author. It's dope. Congrats to her. Um, um, but I really want to read the shit out of this book. And also this book that I bought, like, like maybe two years ago no it must have been like no yeah like two years ago 
this book called A Simple Plan. Um, it's a novel. It's about uh, a couple of people uh, in like northern rural Alberta or Canada or something, or like or like North Dakota or wherever the fuck. They're they're like in some you know one of those places, like a northern rural place, um, and they find a crashed plane um, in the in the woods. And in that crashed plane is a dead body and a bag of, what was it, 500000 No, no, like $5 million, something like that. Um, and the simple plan they come up with, or that the main character comes up with is, yo, let's hold it, right? If in a few months or a year, no one comes looking for this money, then we'll split it up between the three of us. You know? And obviously shit's gonna go wrong because apparently the two fucking morons that he had to uh, find the shit with, that he ended up finding finding the money with and making this plan with are, you know, his deadbeat, his deadbeat ass uh, brother who can't hold a job and drinks too much and is fucking immature and like that and that brother's friend uh who's equally as dumbass you know so you know you find money you have a plan where you'll get to have the money after a certain while if no one comes to look for it that sounds like a goddamn good plan to me it's just the fucking idiots that that uh you uh that you make the plan with may completely ruin the plan so this is a this is a, a, a advice for life or, or something you know I've probably done like 20 goddamn minutes how how long yep 22 minutes I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep I talked enough about Ozark in room and reading or my lack of I used to be an avid reader what's happened man I think just podcasts and uh I mean I still read but like this articles and reddit arguments <laughs> and and screenwriting and comics that's what i read now i really need to get back into novels and and uh actual books um but that's all